let's uh, walk into this space together. We just invite you to notice the way that we're connected beyond the visual and auditory. I feel the deeper connection that's here. just allowing awareness to open us up without the slightest violence or pushing. Letting everything be here as it is. even the parts of us that feel closed. There's nothing we need to make happen. to allow the struggle with reality to wind down. Struggle to be something. Everything we are gets to be here. held in this field of loving awareness. We can just allow awareness to touch all the parts of us. All the layers of our experience.
all the dimensions of what we are. We get to be whole. Even touching the places that we've been convinced shouldn't be here. Be conditioned to struggle against. We just allow awareness all the way in, into the depths. Just gently touching any place that's scared. Any place that's ashamed. any part of us that's grieving. Any place that's remorseful. Touching any place that's angry. Resentful. Any place that feels numb or shut down. 
any place of longing. All these parts of us get to be here. The space for everything that we are. Innocently arising. And we can notice this quality of the space that we are, the way it includes everything. The way it can know life so intimately, so directly. Can open to the the great mystery this vast unfolding. So alive, so unpredictable.
I'm out of our control. And yet here we are in this. Such a miracle that we've gathered here today. The result of all these uh, mysterious forces bringing us together into this space. And there's such a, a power in this shared intention, this shared willingness to open, to turn towards what's true. It's like we're all gathered in this space and we, and we get to look around, we get to touch what's here. Get to explore together. I'd love to open this space up for you to share whatever's alive for you. Whatever's, uh, whatever you're noticing, whatever's happening. It could be uh, an insight, it could be something that's challenging. It could be a question. And we get to hold each other with uh, yeah, such love.
So if you'd like to share, feel free to use the raise hand function. If that feels challenging, feel free just to wave your hand. It's so easy for us to imagine that we don't count, or we don't have anything to offer. Your presence is such a gift, your experience is such a gift. Yeah, Thomas. Hi, Adam. Hi. Hi, everyone. <clears throat> I'm very grateful for this moment to share with you guys. My um, question is, uh, do you have any advice on how to maintain openness? Uh, being just open to the vastness um, through the stresses and duties that we have to do in our lives and dealing with people who are closed and angry and fearful um, and rush hour traffic. Um, do you just have any little advice that you can give to just be to a, be falling open all the time. Thank you. Yeah, and just to be, uh, you know, the, when you're just speaking, it's like it's just it's like so the human condition, isn't it? It's uh, you just feel this uh, this longing to be uh, be open and available. And the way that the conditioning uh, comes up and shuts us down, and uh, causes all kinds of experiences that we uh, we don't want. Right. <clears throat> we just want goodness and push away the bad, right? Yeah, we get, and we get to be so gentle with with our experience 
like so compassionate with with those ways that we get triggered, those ways that we shut down. It's allowing awareness to be so intimate with that experience. Not making it wrong, not saying I should be open or I should be willing or something, but just, just uh, really like allowing awareness to touch what's actually here. Mm. It's, I guess it's the momentum of the busyness in our lives. It's just the, that loving awareness sort of gets trapped in between you know, having to do something and then, okay, I can be aware for 10 seconds and then I have to do something else. Yeah. And the, the momentum of doing, of course, is, uh, is part of the conditioning as well. Like the way that we're, we stay so busy, you know, and it's, it's sort of a way of like numbing out, like a way of like uh, keeping us from feeling our experience. Right. You know, because when we're having experiences that we think shouldn't be here, that we, I mean, think is too thin of a word. It's like it's, I mean, we really, really believe the experience should not be the way it is, you know, and that we're at fault because it is the way it is. But it can feel so threatening to actually feel these places in us. Hmm. So like the last thing we want to do. So staying busy seems like a good option. In fact, I'll just do something else. I don't want to feel what's here. If we're lucky enough to even notice how we feel. And it's a lot of it's so unconscious. Grab the next thing, grab the next thing, do the next thing. We so, we so get to have our experience just the way it is. I mean, this is why, why practice is so, it's sort of the genius of spiritual practice is that it, it's like, uh, uh, like a habit we can develop of interrupting our conditioning of stopping. You know, pretty much the reason why all spiritual practices work is because they all create this interruption in conditioning, the opportunity to see and feel what's actually going on here. What's this experience made of? And it's all, it's all so innocent. You know, as we go in and we, we uh, allow awareness and touch these places, we don't discover anything that's like bad or wrong or shouldn't be there. It's like, it's like, it's all just like life energy, just different shapes of life energy. Yeah.
brilliantly designed to protect us from feeling things that we, we just didn't know how to feel when we were very young. We came out with elaborate solutions, the conditioning that was built up. Keep us from feeling these things. There's actually nothing in here that we mustn't feel. I, this morning, uh, I just was doing my Qigong practice and I noticed that I have my whole life to practice. There's no hurry to, to get somewhere in the practice. It's a whole life, long-term thing. That so creates the space um, to be able to like, really enjoy the moment instead of trying to get to the next moment. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and this is the danger with any any practice is often where, you know, there's like a, a story about like what it's going to do for us and how it'll get us somewhere and it'll change things. So it's, it's beautiful to see that that story and and, uh, and just to, to lift that pressure off off us. You know, it's like it's like really the invitation is just to be present to what's here. Just like so into what's here without any demand that it change itself. You know, we can, we can imagine, you know, with the story of enlightenment and so on that, uh, you know, we'll arrive at some some uh, experience that's sort of like a fixed experience. Everything will be good forever and ever. And it's uh, it's like really, it's like this. Uh, we're really being invited to be present to what's alive. To just be here for it all, all the different experiences. It's just like seeing how none of this is bad. None of this is is. Uh, shouldn't be here. Damnable. A big part of my practice is um, noticing arrogance and um, the story that I, I know it all and just sort of softening into, <laughs> into humbleness. Mm. Yeah. So thank you for rem reminding me. Yeah, so beautiful. It's so beautiful to notice that, that uh, habit of thinking we know already. And it's like in the way that, that immediately creates distance from our experience. Right. We, we think we know what's here and it's like, 
it's like we have no clue what's here. It's like it's so big and it's so alive and it's constantly moving. I mean, it's, it's so humbling to really take in the reality of how, uh, how unknown all this is. We have no idea what we're going to feel next, what we're going to think next, where it's all coming from. And this humility creates the creates this beautiful receptivity. availability. Thank you so much, Thomas. Bloody chain. Can you hear me? Yeah. So <clears throat> when you said, uh, which you always say, that everything's welcome here, shame and da 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 da, the list, I went right back to like the first day in nursery school when you find out that everything's not welcome there. You've got to be, got to become civilized. And then I went, no, it's even earlier than that. It's even earlier than that of it not being okay for everything to be here. And how poignant that is and how painful that is and how I should even know better on that now and not let that, you know, be there. <laughs> so it's, um, it's so deep and so young and so uh, elemental. It's just like I keep going. Let me let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. It's all welcome here. And every time you say that, it just it's very poignant. Yeah, so touching to hear. Uh... Like the the sort of remembrance, your remembrance of uh, of the loss of that. Yeah. That was so intense. Yeah. It was such a shock. And I know we all experience it because we all got civilized. But it is a shock to go. Oh, anger or a sadness or here or poopy diaper is not welcome here you know it's just such a shock because the the being wants to know that that's 
that everything's okay here. Yeah. I told you before, but I think it's true for everybody. My mo mother used to say to me, you don't mean that. You know, when I would say anything sad or negative or angry, you, you don't mean that. <laughs> and I think we all got that message whether our mother said that or not. So that has to be overcome over and over and over to quiet that you don't mean that voice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the rejection of our experience. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite something, like the introduction of the possibility of, like, our experience not being right, not being okay. Not, yeah, like not being welcome. It's like being uh, tossed out of the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Yeah, just to see how absurd that is. It's like, how could we be having the wrong experience? <laughs> how could that ever be true? not even possible. Yeah, thank you so much, Mary Jane. Yeah, as some walk to river. Yes, I think she talks touches on a good topic there of being authentic in our lives. And we do tend to listen to other people. And they tend to have, especially if they're authority figures, if they're parents or your boss, or maybe even your partner, that they say you should do this, or you should go there, or you should be this. We're really, they have no idea what it is to be really to be yourself, to be authentic. And I think the lack there is that we seem to lack the perspective of recognizing the authenticity of every soul. 
and that every soul has validity and meaning and truth of who they are within themselves. Hmm. Yeah, so it's so beautiful to uh, to see that in ourselves, like to sort of acknowledge that that's how it is. That uh, you know we like no one gets to tell us we're having the wrong experience. You know that we're not. Yeah what we feel. I mean, no one gets to tell us that. It's just always false, always manipulative. And we get to see it in others. We get to see how you know, th their experience is entirely valid. I think where a lot of that seems to come from is we tend to, I think, compare ourselves with each other and we either feel maybe jealous of someone because they have something you feel you should have, or you feel the reverse is this person's not worth anything because I have all this and they have nothing. And that whole sort of judgment thing that it's really hard to not I mean, when you first see someone, whether you, the first thing you see, oh, well, how are they dressed or how do they cut their hair? And we're immediately making all these judgments about this person's life where really, if you just met them, you really don't know them. Yeah. And it's kind of like the cover of a book. You don't really you know, what's a, know what their story is. Yeah, and just to see how that, that activity itself is sort of being driven by this this question of like, am I good enough? Am I valid? Do I get to be here? So it's like we're sort of like constantly looking externally to like justify ourselves, like to find people who are below us. And it's like, and then we're sort of threatened by people who we like, like you say, have things that we don't, we imagine we don't have. And it's, uh, so we're just sort of, we're caught in that, like, am I good enough? Yes. And it's not, yeah. and it's not that we're better or worse than each other. We're just different. We're just different aspects. Yeah, and and like everything is so innocent. Our paths, the way we unfold, everything we experience is so innocent. You know, and all our uh, gifts and capacities are. are given to us you know even our dna is given to us you know we're not we don't get to claim any of it as like aha you know see how amazing it is like <laughs> i mean it's all gifts it's all gifts unearned and similarly our, the absence of capacity the way that our capacities can be taken from us can disappear can never develop 
it's like we imagine that we're you know we're in control of all this that we're uh, self-made and and really you know when we start to look at our experience it's like huh I don't know what my next thought's going to be. I don't know what my next feeling's going to be. I mean, like, at that very basic level, we have no control. Let alone, you know, who's going to show up in our lives and how they're going to interact with it. I mean, you know, that's all, all you know, we, we sort of know already we don't have control over that. Yeah, it's like everything has just been given to us. Our experience is just showing up, flowing through us. We can't hold any of it. Can't grab a hold of the good experience and make it stay here. What are you noticing? I don't know. It's quite a shift to realize that we're not running our lives. Never have been. Uh, what do you mean by that? The experience has been given to us, like that this this vast unfolding is not under our control. We're not able to order up our next experience. Like you don't know what your next thought's gonna be right now. 
don't know what your next feeling is going to be. But you can influence. You can influence the next thought. How would that happen? Where would, where would the one that, what would the, uh, the mechanism be by which influence happened? For example, this session I knew was starting at a specific time today. And when I woke up this morning, that's the first thing I remembered was, oh yes, I need to tune in yeah. to the session with you. And having that thought kind of give my life direction for the morning, as trivial it may be, other than just watching the time and organizing my life of I can do these tasks or whatever I felt like up until the session. So I feel like I have control over those, the lead up to this session. So the, uh, like the thought coming in? Yes. I had no control of. Yeah, where did it come from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's thought... So it's really great to notice there how we do this, like how, how we make an imagined self, right? So we identify as something. So yes. we identify as the thinker, as the yes. one that so the thoughts are actually just coming in from who knows where. And then we say, that's me. I'm the one that thinks. So we say, I decided, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, hmm. Where did those thoughts come from? How did this <laughs> happen? Well, in that case, the source for the original thought would be come from you. Because you put the session out there. For that so thought. Your thoughts. Yes. You were definitely... Well, we know we're all connected, right? We're all threaded together at some level. Mm -hmm. And a week ago, I had no idea who you were. And then a friend, thank you, Anna. She says, oh, you should check this guy out. <laughs> so she put this thought in my head, right? Mm. And how did she get this thought? Well, actually you gave her this thought to, and she gave me this thought. So there's this whole flow of thoughts swirling around. <laughs> and yes, it's not just me, it's not you. It's, we're individuals to a certain extent, but in the greater picture, it seems like we're all this big pool of thoughts interacting with each other and influencing each other. Yeah, and, and thought is just sort of one layer that we've learned to identify and we've sort of given a lot of uh, credence to. But it's like actually, you know, what's here is much more than thoughts as well. You, know, you can see, for example, like uh, the way that thoughts feel to us. So it's sort of like something that happens at a deeper level, like as we hear words, even even words inside our heads. And there's a way in which the thought streams are uh, influenced by 
you know, what we're feeling, you know, so we're, when we're feeling sort of uh, upset or under pressure, it's like there'll be a certain, our uh, uh, thought streams will have a certain uh, energy and pattern to them that they won't have when we're, you know, on a call like this or you know, feeling in a more relaxed, spacious place. It's, it's great. It's a beautiful inquiry. This, uh, yeah, where where's the controller? Where's the the lever of control? And it's like everything we look at, it's just like opens up to mystery space. I mean, when I said that, you know, the mystery of how we all arrive together on this call, I mean, it is so mysterious when you start to like, you know, if you look closely at how does this happen? I mean, there's such a confluence of uh, movement of at so many different levels that brings this particular group together. And yeah. then how it unfolds is so uh, mysterious as well. And that mystery, that mystery is really, really good. <laughs> we all need mystery in our lives. Yeah, it's such a relief to realize we're not in charge. <laughs> That's we're a not We're not damnable, we're not doing it wrong. What are you noticing? I just wanted to thank you. Mm. Express my gratitude. Mm. Uh, lovely being with you. Thank you. Mm. Thank you.
Safari. Hmm. Yeah, yesterday um, I was out house hunting with my sweetie. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's a it's kind of a stressful process, and I noticed like I would start getting irritated, or he'd start getting irritated, and uh, this uh, in one of your relationship courses, you've been working, you've been talking about this inside and outside, and. And I realized that what hurt me the most, um, and these were very minor comments, you know, but what hurt the most was feeling like we weren't together. Mm. And so that kind of, that gave me a pathway back in because it felt like I could say, oh, not just I'm irritated, but like this hurts because, because we're separate. You know, and I'm feeling that, and that just seemed to really um, open things up, you know. And yeah, and we we felt that together. We felt our way back in together, you know. And it just really felt lovely, and it's it's almost like it's a it's a constant dance, and it's. Um, I mean, mostly we get along really well. It's just these little moments of, you know, when we're feeling tense and it's like a dance with everyone in my life, you know, just feeling like, oh, this is, this hurts or this is, yeah, I'm pulling back and why, you know, it's, it's that separation that feels so painful. Yeah. 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 So powerful to realize that. Mm. And to realize that it doesn't have to be that way. That, yeah, it can be possible for us to be inside together, to be inside the truth of what's here together. I just wanted to share that, so thank yeah, you. Thank you. You know, this is something we can uh, and are doing on this call. It's uh, this really being inside each other's experience, really being inside the truth together. So we don't have to hold ourselves separate or hold other people separate. 
And if you want to share and you're on the phone, uh, just hit star six and uh, try and mute yourself and then just and then just speak. We uh, can't see your hands. Ara. Hi. Hi. Um, so I have a, a question about um, working with um, So in in the slowing down and in the noticing what what is coming in in the 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 rising of some difficult emotion um, and sort of finding that um, middle point between um, like not repressing not pushing it away but also then not like kind of indulging or re reliving the story of it in a inflaming way mm. um so that's that's been an like a new place to explore for me but when you were just talking just now it felt like there was something even uh much broader context being offered and i was wondering if if if, if we could pull more out of you on that mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, so the, the context of experiences is like so vast and open, yeah, the field of loving awareness. So, so, uh, so being in this field, like the realizing this allows us to touch these places that uh, you know, we typically defend against and are organized to not experience. And mm -hmm. we can actually feel like the depths of them. We can feel like the most sort of tender, uh, extreme places uh, from this space of loving awareness. So it's like we're we're uh, in this larger space and we're feeling whatever sort of intense feelings, whatever energies want to be felt here. And it's this, uh, this sort of larger context that makes it possible for us to experience this, the, you know, the most sort of uh, uh, poignant places without becoming identified without of contracting in and believing that we are these places or that we, we need to get away from them. Yeah. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Just to let you know as well on the phones, um, it's star nine to um, raise your hand if you'd like to. And star six, just to unmute yourself. 
All right, thanks. Yeah, yeah, that was the sense of it. Um, so just like something about, um, you know, it's so interesting just because the mind so much wants to find a, a solution or a, a fix <laughs> for all these things that it doesn't want to experience or, or does want to experience. And, um, yeah, just in in um, receiving your opening talk there, and just even on this call, it feels like there is such a space for, um, well, and not even for, but just such a space you know, where where things are somehow free and um, don't need to be met in a particular way because they just unfold themselves. So. So the mind would desperately like to know how to access this space once this call is over, but I don't, you know, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and it's always here. It's like where, you know, it can help to have someone point to it. And, uh, but it's, uh, you know, this, this space, this, uh, the context of, you know, loving awareness is always here. And it's like, it, and we can't grab it. It's like, there's no way to mechanically sort of uh, know it or uh, grab a hold of it, or there's no fancy words we can just repeat to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I suppose it's unfolding is quite unique in each individual. Yeah. Or, or is your sense that there was um, a path? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, uh... <laughs> I know. It's, it's great to really give space for our uniqueness, for, the, for our unique unfolding. And, um, you know, in the way that this, uh, this sort of recognition of loving awareness sort of develops in us, this, uh, this familiarity and trust. And it's such an organic uh, unfolding. And it's not something we, that we can manage or control. Or we're in charge of, we're to blame for. Yeah. No, it's so lovely being with you. Thank you. Mm.
Coffee. Yeah, thanks, Adam. I just had a follow up here. Um, that there's something about, I don't know, it feels like there's so much here. And I'm also um, really enjoying this gathering this morning. It just feels like kind of like the church I never had, you know, like, like, because there's familiar faces and there's this sense of easy flow and love and it's so beautiful. So thank you. And um, yeah, it's back, back to the, this, the inside outside and the relationships. Um, there is like, it's, and there is a sense of like an underused muscle almost like a, <laughs> Uh, like there, there's a kind of through through work I've been doing, there can be an, a turning in, you know, like my experience and the validity of it and being authentic and and then turning. We've talked about this a little bit before, but turning outward, it's like there's a there's some kind of like opening toward the other person that, you know, it, sometimes it just happens automatically and beautifully, you know, but if there's, you know, if there's like with a family member, if there's history, you know, oh, it will, it can maybe go like this a little bit, <laughs> takes a little bit more time and, and gentleness and, and yeah, and, and there's something really lovely and there's something also kind of that I'm resisting in uh in doing that you know <laughs> and uh and and I I don't want to say being I, I I don't know how you've put this before but it's it's being with them being over there seems too strong you know but just being because we're not really separate it's Maybe it's just acknowledging that and opening to that. And yeah, am I on the right track here? Help me. <laughs> There's an opening muscle that can be a little underutilized. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we're, um, we're so conditioned, you know, to, to like not uh, trust the possibility of that that meeting, or to really even like the like the, the, the to even know that it's possible to really meet in the truth. Mm -hmm. So like we you know we keep ourselves separate and hidden and you know just sort of deal with whatever comes at us and try to manage it or move around it or whatever and. It's like, yeah, the, the fact that there's actually this, this possibility for us to really meet in the truth of our experience together. That's such a profound meeting. And how that just dissolves that, that uh, habitual separateness, that experience of separateness. But it's so how we want to be with with. Yeah, it's like nothing feels better than that, really. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it feels like it's it's so like what calls to our hearts. Yeah, and there's a letting go. There's letting go of agenda and letting go of you know. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> but it's it's like to be with the other person feels so rich and beautiful. It's like. It's my agenda starts to pale a little bit in, in comparison, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like we don't need it. When we're inside together, we don't need our agenda. It's like the agenda is sort of a coping strategy for, you know, like not trusting that we can really be in it together. But when we're in it together, it's like everything that's in the field is available to to both parties or whoever many people are in it together so we can all feel these places when you say everything in the field yeah i'm just uh yeah are, are you referring to just different well you know just love and trust and intuition and deeper messages that are hidden when we're, when we haven't surrendered, like kind of like that, is that what you mean? Also like, you know, the places that might be hurting or, um, or um, you know, so like, so everything gets to be like in, in the experience, we can all, you know, touching these places together so like when you share on this call you know we can all be inside with you in that experience with you right yeah it's like this i have this um concept of surrender where well i have to let go of everything i care about but that's not really that's not really it either. It's it's the it's something about um, yeah, something around that that fundamental separation. That's and like trusting that. Uh, it's possible for other people to care for us. You know, so the things we care about can also be cared about by others. Yes. Kind of feels so unbelievable, but so good. And it's so the nature of our hearts. I mean, our hearts are so indiscriminate in the way they love. I mean, they, they do just naturally care about everything that's here. And we, we all love to be you know, here with open hearts painful to shut ourselves off to not you know, yeah. afford to let other people's experience in. 
Thank you so much. Thank you, Bob. So good to be with you. To be with you. Yeah, it's like the oneness of our hearts is just like so palpable. You're muted still, I think. Yeah, you are muted, yeah. Yeah, I've done it, I think. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Hello. Um, yeah, just like feeling and, and listening, you know, I'm realizing that I nearly always feel separate, you know, just getting a real sense of that and how painful that is mm. and like even often or sometimes like in, in this group I'm sort of letting go there's so many barriers up even within myself that I'm really going inwards and letting go of these barriers and getting more in touch with you know my own energy but actually still feeling a little bit detached and I'd really like some help just to let go because mm. this is you know, something that has happened to me spontaneously, but not something that I feel like can, you know, it just sort of happens or it doesn't. And I'd really like to learn how to just let that all go mm. consciously, willfully. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's so beautiful with just like this, uh, this noticing of like, uh, you know, like the barriers that are there or like the, the, uh, the scared places and just, just mm -hmm. to bring love to them and to not make them wrong. It's, just, it's not like we've got to, uh, yeah, like sort of, um, yeah, force ourselves to be different or something. It's, uh... Yeah, there's there's like this real lack of trust um, that comes up and like just feeling so different that nobody would understand, you know, <laughs> where I'm where I'm at, where I'm coming from. And I know this is all my mind, but it's very good at putting up these barriers and maintaining them. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's so uh, it's so like the that um, sort of the voice of shame 
like the experiences. It's like that we're, you know, like we're different in a way that's unacceptable. It's sort of like, yeah, we sort of get like intellectually, other people are different and everyone's got their own thing going, but it's like, and, and maybe they're okay, but it's like, but we sort of think like, but my particular experience, that's not allowed. Mm. It's like, we feel like we're, we, we don't belong. It's sort of like, that's the sort of, uh, like the root experience of shame is like, we don't belong here. We don't get to be here. We're not okay. We're not, we're not having the right experience. And, it's, and it causes, it's like separates us. It's like we're just, you know, we just don't feel like it's, uh, uh, like we're acceptable. Like we, like that it's possible for us to be acceptable. what's here right now for you there's like a sort of wanting to just shut down detach <laughs> and then a real my heart is very active and moving and really wanting to just drop these walls <laughs> and i've there's sadness mm. uh, i mean um most of my life been like yeah not not allowed myself just to really live you know really experience yeah what's real <laughs> yeah yeah and just just to like allow that sadness and just to touch that beautiful place in us that so wants to live so wants to make contact That longing like we just so want to give ourselves like so fully we just want to love so fully it's like that's just the nature of us like it's sort of our, our basic nature mm. and there's just all this fear and shame and <clears throat> yeah in the way of it but it's like but with it's like there's such beauty in our hearts in the core of what we are What are you noticing now? Yeah, just yeah, they're really feeling the love, you know, the depth of the love and the real longing <laughs> to just burst out of this prison. <laughs> and just also feeling so many thoughts and blockages, you know. 
trying to stop me <laughs> or yeah like reasons why it's yeah not okay right now <laughs> yeah it's so so great to make like contact with like this the aliveness that lives there that love that longing it's sort of like that's the um the place that makes it possible for us to move through the you know the fear that's there the, like the the terror to feel to be, even be willing to face it to feel it mm. yeah it's like very much in my nature to look at the obstacles and you know try and clear them you know and then not really yeah like you said the power is in the is in the truth isn't it and, and yeah. what's underneath all of that Yeah, and it's like we identify, uh, we're so sort of habitually identified with our limitations, mm. with our conditioning. And it's like to see that that's like the conditioning is just something that's here in space time. It's, you know, it's, it'll, it's here as long as it's here and then it disappears. Mm. It's like what we are is something else. Yeah, I've been feeling very cut off from that. Um, you know, for myself lately, just just had a phase of being very busy <laughs> and worried about certain things and just allowed myself to get really caught up in my mind and, you know, and just sort of imbalance in the, in the body and, and <laughs> everything, really. Yeah, and, and even to say allowed yourself to do it, it's like it, it's like the conditioning has a momentum, you know. So like these cycles and these ways that we we uh, we avoid what our experiences and shut down, it's like they just sort of take us over, you know. Like the the conditioning just shows up and it just it just has a a way of running, and it's brilliant the way it conceals itself. Mm. I mean, there are mechanisms in the conditioning like to keep it unconscious. So this is why it's so powerful to do something different, like, you know, being in a space like this or, you know, and, uh, and allowing awareness into this, into this place, like, sort of like, oh, what's going on? And, and suddenly we can just see like, oh, that's just conditioning. Mm. And there's something else that's here that really wants to live and love. Mm. Yeah, it's not what I am. It's sort of, uh, yeah, unconscious busyness and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it, I'm so aware of that, but like you said, sometimes it feels like I'm not in control at all. Like it's just yeah. like, you know, I just got completely, I was a month ago, completely rooted in my heart, feeling really open and and then just, yeah, just like got swept away on this huge wave. <laughs> And now I'm sort of more and more realizing it. So I suppose becoming more conscious again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just, anyway, I'm just looking now. Yeah, I'll come back here and stop looking at the, um, all that. <laughs>
Yeah, and, and like the identification, so it's like, so it gets to be here when it's here, like we get to feel it and we get to feel into what's going on in the layers and the, and especially the places that, that are hurting or scared, like that are really alive I and mean, there's a vitality in them. You know, we mm -hmm. actually touch what's there, it's like how scared we are. So we allow ourselves to feel that, it's like, it's, it's so alive. Mm. But it's like, but we're not identifying with it it's like it's just stuff that's like moving through the field so it's not that uh it's, it's like we're we're bigger than all the experiences we have any of the experiences we ever have So we so get to be here, you know, without apology. And we get to have the experiences we have, you know, even the experience of unconsciousness and being shut down and everything. It's like we get to have all these experiences. Mm. It's part of the unfolding. It's not our fault that we're scared. Mm. Yeah, we didn't choose it. Stuff happened to us when we were very young. What are you noticing now? Mm. Well, I did have quite a pain in my left chest, but it's it's easing. Yeah, and just yeah, just it was like a looking back to when I first closed down, and and just a real like yeah, very young, yeah, very young. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, it wasn't a choice. <laughs> well, it was the best choice <laughs> that I could make. <laughs> we just did what we could do, you know, mm. the resources we had available. Mm. Yeah, and just some more sadness and just... Yeah, so much compassion. You know, it's all the movement of love, you know, all the conditioning and all the, the defenses and the unconscious and everything. It's all the movement of love. It's like mm -hmm. just trying so hard to keep us safe. 
yeah, I'm really feeling that love's come back now really strong with the, just the compassion for that, like, you know, for my little child. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. There's the mind's just trying all sorts of ways <laughs> to, to stop me staying with this, you know. I just Yeah, sort of like an, anything that's alive is a, it's like a problem. It's like, mm, a problem. It's like, how do we manage it? How do we control it? Mm. How do we get back to pretending that we're, you know, we're in control of it? You know, when we become intimate with what's here, it's so alive, it's so vital, so wild. Mm. Yeah. So beautiful. Really knows how. Just, I'm feeling a lot of letting go. Actually, yeah, just, just like a general softening and mm. sinking down into the into the moment again. Yeah, it's like life can chuck something, but then yeah, it's like oh, I have to control this. <laughs> But really, you're right, you know, obviously there is no control ultimately. Mm. Yeah, because then it's, yeah. Anyway, I'm not, I'm coming back to here, here. yeah. And it feels, yeah, I feel, um, I feel more um, part of everything. <laughs> like more connection with everyone here, that mm. I can see. And with myself, obviously. Yeah, lovely to have you with us. Yeah, well, I'm I'm happy that I could join.
thank you so much for sharing yourself with us. Really, so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Janine. Hello. Um, uh, hi. Th thank you, Leonia. Um, I feel like um, um, I think my thoughts hijack my heart, and and they they take me to this. There's so much uh, misuse of power in the world. And it's like, and I don't know what to do about it. And somewhere, it um, it draws my it it draws me away from myself, and uh, and then I lose touch with who I am because I just feel powerless. I feel powerless mm. and overwhelmed. Um, and it was only when you were talking to Leone I realised how that those thoughts they kind of then judge well who am i to be feeling love when there's so many people um too small to um and powerless to feel anything and then i get then i suppose that my question to you is how do you deal with things bigger than yourself that are going on that affect a lot of people you know that kind of sadness and horror and distress in the news you know yeah um, yeah i mean i mean everything is everything is bigger than me yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's like i lose me in thinking about it <laughs> um it's like the attempt to if we try to manage or control it or try to fix it, it's like, um, you know, it's like if, yeah, we can feel how we, like it's, a, it's like, it's sort of like we're trying to distance ourselves from it. Like it's so heartbreaking, you know, it's like, it's so sort of cuts right to the core of us. Mm. You know, to, to meet what's really here. Well, I, I, I have no way of meeting it apart from being horrified and impotent really um, yeah but i lose my heart connection in it yeah yeah so what's just like so if we just go into the experience of horror if you notice that I don't want to be here, I think. When I feel that horrified. Yeah. I just don't want to be here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like the movement away is so quick. It's just like, that shouldn't be here. So that we're just, you know, it's, it's sort of like we just, yeah, we're just, it's so quick. Yeah. 
and and I, I there's something terrifying that um, one human being can do it to another human being. Whatever has happened yeah. to make that circumstance, and and I as a human being could probably do that if the circumstance was such that I too could do that, and I think that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, and just to meet the fear there, like it's a fear that this is not meetable, that we can't be present to the horror. Yeah. And you know, this is this is like um, this this fear is like what makes it possible. This like the, the the turning away is like what makes it possible for horror to take place. The fact that we're not actually feeling what's real. It's like this, it's like it's, yeah. it's sort of the most powerful thing we can do is to allow ourselves to feel it. To be so sensitive, to be so here, to be so engaged. But I think there's a terror when you meet it in the other person who isn't feeling it. That makes sense. Sure. sure. Yeah. 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 I just just invite you into that place of horror, of terror. Just to feel it. Just to really allow yourself to get it. It's sort of like I can feel how the mind's still like trying to mediate the experience. Like it's sort of like <laughs> you see it, it's just not going to work. There's nothing we can do. It's it's, it's sort of like this. Um, yeah. No. It's it's just kind of like um, yeah. It, it's kind of like leaving your body behind and just kind of stretching out your fingers so you know you're still alive, but actually everything else is shut down. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, we're, we're so conditioned to be shut down. There's so many people going around doing everything in a shut down place. Mm. And, and it's, you know, terror, shame. So hard to feel it. So hard to allow ourselves to feel it.
working out this. Um, it's like I'm moving back from my fingers into my heart. Mm. And that's something about having you there. And you're not going anywhere. Mm. So I'm grateful. And to you all guys for being there too. So with your heart. So for the life of your beautiful heart, the expression of your beautiful heart. Depth of feeling, sensitivity. It's funny that as I close my eyes, uh, I just see um, uh, it's uh, a, skeleton, a skeleton. That's what I see. What do you feel? Oh, if I breathe, um, um, there's, there's a peacefulness about bones, mm. skeletons, mm. Uh, bone rather than The puffy stuff that goes around a bone. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a bit like my brain is all the puffy stuff, mm -hmm. and, the, and the bone is actually who I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah, beautiful.
so lovely being with you, Janine. And with you. <laughs> thank you. And thank you, everyone else. <laughs> Michael. Yeah, go ahead, Michael. You're muted now. Okay. Hi, everybody. Um, I just wanted to say thank you. Uh, I came on the call thinking that I was just going to sit back and listen, <laughs> and then I realized. Um, I really wanted to just share and and that I was afraid to share. So I thought, okay, it's time to jump in. And I just want to say um, that everyone sharing um, today has really uh, mirrored and everything that I've been thinking and going through and uh, like Janine just said about the news, um, that just takes me out of me. And I realize I need to turn off the news and not get so hooked in to it um, and just be where I'm at and, you know, connect to what I'm feeling and um that's i think that's really all i need i mean that's what i needed to hear it's just connect to who i am and what i'm feeling in the moment and uh anyway that's really all i wanted to say i just want to say thank you so much everybody yeah thank you michael yeah really uh yeah, so appreciate your courage in speaking. It's like, I mean, and everyone who shared, it's like, it's, it's uh, quite something to, you know, to share our hearts. Yeah, thank you. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, and just, and just to let yourself experience the attention of the group, the loving attention of the group. Yeah, like it's, um, you know, we sort of imagine we'll get killed, you know, we'll be attacked. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and just, it's like, you know, it's, it's such a gift, you know, when, when we share ourselves with each other, you know, we get to experience you. It's such, so beautiful to experience your heart. You know, you're so speaking for all of us, you know. I mean, everyone who's shared today, it's like they're speaking for all of us. Yes. We're like exploring places in the one body that we are. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.
We got time for one more. Yeah, there's some up there. He's got his hand up, so I'll just unmute you. There we go. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to thank Michael for bringing up that thing about the news and how we can take a certain control of our lives of how outside influences can affect us. And the most simple thing for me to give joy in my life is to turn off the news. And the second most important thing after that is to turn off the weather channel. Because you worry about, oh, it's going to rain or, oh, it's going to be cloudy. And it's just like these outside influences, it's our choice to turn on the news and to turn on the weather channel. And it's so simple just to hit that off button. And that's, I just want to thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, so we get to notice, uh, you know, what's influencing us, you know, like what influences are here, what's moving. And it helps, it's like the, as we become more aware, it's like it's sort of, you know, we're, uh, we're able to feel into what's happening, like beneath the sort of this, the conditioned unconsciousness. So often just interrupting any habit can often be helpful in just that it reveals sort of what's underneath it. Yeah, thank you. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I just wanted to share uh, um, been noticing the the movements of expansion and contraction um, and how uh, relating with uh, family members or anyone who I have a history with there's a, an energetic contraction around the possibilities of how we can relate. And, and I'm great, grateful for learning to relate in a more expansive way mm. and expanding to the, op, the possibilities that are here in relating with people who I have a history with. And, uh, yeah, it's like we, you know, we have conditioned grooves with people. So there's sort of anyone we've we've sort of related with over time. There's like a there can be a way in which we go to a certain level of relating, or we just sort of play the same sort of uh, way of avoiding each other often. <laughs> so it's uh, to see the possibility for intimacy, for being in the truth together. It's really powerful. You know, to lean yeah. into that more, like what what's you know, is there a way for us to really be together, you know, to actually like to have our hearts meet? Yeah, it's powerful to wake up to that possibility that it's, you know, 
we're not who we imagine ourselves to be in in our relationships and and the people we're relating to are not how we imagine them to be either you know there are there are other possibilities there right yeah just feeling the it's an energetic contraction um to the possibilities and then yeah. oh catching that and then oh let's expand again to more there's more possibilities here so yeah it's like like we're we're used to playing a role and in order to play the role we like we deaden ourselves it's like we contract ourselves in and we're like okay perform you know how we are in this relationship you know son daughter whatever sister brother co-worker mothers (laughs) fathers yes yeah Yeah. Thank you. What, sharing this, these uh, increases the power um, of the truth mm-hmm. versus just keeping it inside. Yeah. So thank you for this opportunity. Yeah, thank you, Thomas. Yeah, thank you, everyone. I mean, it's just uh, so amazing how we can come together like this and just open to each other, open to the truth together. So beautiful. Yeah, such a sense here of how, yeah, like how we are one body. And we're just so supporting each other in in doing this. Yeah, thank you. And thank you to Open Circle for bringing us here. (laughs) And to Amy for hosting us today. Thank you. Yeah, thanks everybody so much for coming together and supporting each other in this way. It's been really, really beautiful to witness.